Welcome to Cornerstone's Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me today are Pastors Brian. Yep. And Pastor mm, Matt. All right. <laughs> That's going to be... That's what that was. Um, so, <laughs> it's been a few weeks since uh, the three of us were in the same room. Woo! <laughs> were, you, were you just itching to say hi? Like, what, like I what thought he was going to do me first. So it was an honest mistake. I thought he was going to do okay. well. It was an honest it was, mistake. It was loosely honest, <laughs> which is, to be fair, it's my favorite kind of honest. It's loosely honest. <clears throat> Today's podcast is on loose honesty. Yeah. How how honest do you have to be to be able to say I told the truth? Exactly. With Pastor Matt Clements. <laughs> Loopholes with Pastor Matt. That's right. So. We're actually going we're not to... A, we're not condoning that. That's bad, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Just to it's clarify true. it. Just to I know that we're going to get a bunch of emails about that. Do we get we, we, emails? We don't get, we don't get any emails. <laughs> I, get all, I get all the emails after our podcast. Everyone emails me. Shocker. Podcast at cornerstonewla.org. <laughs> What are we talking about today? That's Scotty? not a real email address, by the no, way. No, it's not. Just, I mean, just, <laughs> just we gotta lest anyone keep... wants to send an email. It was it was um, mostly the truth. <laughs> All right. What we're actually gonna attempt to talk about today yep. is just the topic of regathering physically, right? Of, of regathering physically uh, interpersonally in community groups. You know, is that important? How should we think about it? How should we navigate this um how should we navigate the <clears throat> differing levels of physical risk involved how should we navigate the differing levels of conscience and it, uh, as people kind of navigate this season going forward and regathering corporately which is also i think somebody something that people have a, a lot of a lot of questions about we actually have a Hopefully have an update email going out this week. But if you're listening to the podcast, if you listen to the podcast like the first day, you might get more information. You might get like like the like this is the way to get the insider information for like right now. Hours. This podcast, right now, this podcast. Oh, okay. I thought you meant a previous one, right? The, if you listen to this, bef you could have information before you get the email. You might exactly. You might. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You be on the inside. That's right, because we are planning to begin regathering corporately. Next month, August 9th. That's a date. Boom. That's a date. It's the first time we've had a date. That's true. In, yeah, a lot of months. So August 9th, there's a lot of, a lot of different factors that go into that. The, um, we're developing the protocols for that. A main, major piece of that is obviously the sanctuary construction. Um, everything looks to be on, <clears throat> on track. track. There's the word. <laughs> Super complicated one. Um, to so that we can begin to have services with people physically gathered beginning August 9th. The, the question is though, like what is what does that look like? Like what does that mean? Right? We're not we're not going back to where we were March 8th <laughs> on August 9th. Um, yeah. So what? We, I don't know. Maybe we can kind of take a little bit of a a stab at. That's only a month thoughts. away. It's only a month away. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. It I'm is pretty kind excited. of exciting. Brian's excited. I'm excited. He looks excited. I'm excited. You guys can't <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to prove it. Let me just, I don't know what to do. Me, I'll describe <laughs> it for <laughs> everyone at home. There's Loose rays truth. of sunlight coming there's, out of his eyes. There's numerous ways to demonstrate excitement. You don't know any of them? I don't, 
He actually. I stepped, wasn't sure what would pass the threshold. He stepped away from the mic to do a happy dance. It's really, really spectacular. So, all right. So, what, what's what's August ninth going to look like? So, August ninth, um, what we're doing is we're starting essentially inviting people in to be present, kind of for the live stream is the way we've talked about it because we want to be careful in the way we phase things, mm-hmm. and so. We'll invite a certain amount of people um, to come in, and it will involve masks that are worn the entire time. Mm-hmm. We will have like areas to sit for people. They're designated that are six feet apart or more from each other, from households, um, and you know from individuals in certain cases. Uh, and other than that, it's going to be uh, the service itself, like the stuff that I tend to focus on mm-hmm. for my my role at the church, is going to be relatively similar. We're going to have you know, uh, uh, a prelude song. We're going to have a sermon. We're going to have prayers. How many points will the sermon have, Brian? <laughs> I'm letting that thing happen where it gets funny when you wait. No, it, it does. You just have to, you have to pause for everyone on the podcast listening, laughing. Let them, let them get it out. <laughs> it's still going. So there are other things that yeah. we're going to so, do. For so, the so, so the service, the service will be normal. The sermons the will sense. have the the the, the, the average number of points, three points yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, well, your your temperature will get checked on the way in, yep. right? Um, we'll, we'll have all the officials. There's you, registration. You, I was gonna say, yeah, you will have to register ahead of time, and so we're gonna register. We're gonna try to register people in their community groups so that you are able to worship together with your community group if that's your if you want to come back at this point and to clarify there's a lot of reasons for that i mean it makes a lot of sense um and we you know it's not just another hurdle the reality of the situation is registration is helpful because it allows us to know how many people are going to be there we have a pretty strict limit on how many people can be there and if anything did ever happen we would know who's there with each service to be able to to trace things so it's very important the registering part of things Mm -hmm. hopefully for those of you out there listening, it doesn't feel cumbersome. Um, a, a lot of the rules and regulations maybe in the world, in, uh, in the church that we're going to be putting into place, I, for some of you, maybe feels cumbersome, but there's ha- uh, health safety reasons why we're doing it. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. So, okay, so you'll get more information about that. I'm sure you have questions. You'll get more information about that, hopefully, in email. Lord willing, in email form this week, t- depending on what this week holds. I, you know, I can't. I, I don't make any promises anymore, <laughs> anymore. But that's the plan. You're going to get an email this week. Well, what if this is like outdated by the time? I, this is what I'm saying. It like, just it totally happens. Yeah. And then and then in an, in another week or two, you will get a detailed protocol with all the details of exactly what is going to be required of you. And we'll we're we're just finalizing that as well. Um, but we we made this decision. I mean, th- this is a perfect example. We made this decision on Tuesday. Tuesday. Affirmed it with the after a significant amount of time, just lest people think we got together on Tuesday and made a quick decision. No, 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 no. exactly. Like, yeah, we've been working on this for a months. month and a half. Of preparation. Got to finalization. Yeah. yeah, on Tuesday, we finally were like, okay, here's the date. Construction, the live stream teams, Multiple everything languages, else, the, yeah. all the different languages, like everything can work. So that we're gonna shoot for a date. We decided on Tuesday. Affirmed it with the elders on Wednesday. Um, on Thursday, I like wrote an initial draft of this like update email. And then, was it Thursday night? I think it was Wednesday night. I think it was actually Thursday morning. Maybe I didn't even see did, it until Thursday night. We did not night. run our protocols by the governor. <laughs> governor Newsom releases new requirements to say that we uh, that churches can't sing for the time being. 
that you're, you can gather up up to 25% of your building capacity, but you're not allowed to say It's almost everything that we, we had planned. Like, nothing else really changed that much. It was just kind of that one, that one little item yep. in the midst of that long document. I thought it said you had to have uh, two points in your sermon, too. Did it not say that? Newsom did not weigh on He did the not weigh in on that? Oh, okay. Yet. But guys, everyone's Brian's laughing, but he's just <laughs> away from the mic. You can't tell. So um, we 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 haven't even talked about this, and I I said that we should just have this conversation recorded. This is risky. This is risky. I mean, to we'll be see. fair, the Actually, whole podcast up to this point has been a little risky. We need we need to pause just just so that I can like edit this out if need be. So okay. here's the pause. And then we'll, uh, we'll we'll say, don't worry. Actually, that that conversation wasn't worth anything. And then we, but if it, in case it is it worth anything, right. yep. What does this change? Does I it change know, anything? Man. I mean, I I don't. The idea of bringing people in and then getting rid of all the music, such that even the live stream has no singing, feels like losing, not gaining. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of saying, hey, let's wait an extra month and keep singing, you know, kind of virtually together instead of not being able to sing at all mm-hmm. um, for the sake of having a few of us be in the room together doesn't doesn't feel like a win to me. It feels kind of demoralizing in some ways. Um, and a lot. It, I mean, we had in this discussion that was that was our bar. Like, remember, like, yeah, yeah, like it's not a service or six weeks ago. Like, sing. if we yeah. can't sing at all in any way, I mean, we're talk- we talk about like, like a humming and like singing quietly and like finding ways if, if, yeah. if there was, su- if there was some efficacy to that or some way that that's actually kind of a loving your neighbor health wise kind of thing, let's see if we can do that. But the idea of just a, a like a blanket ban mm-hmm. at the same time, who like the fact that this keeps changing in ways that feel like the timing does, there wasn't like a heads up, hey, we're gonna make some changes you know, in a couple of weeks or we're going to reevaluate here. So there's a shot that goes away in before well, we this even is, do I it. Mean, th- this you is know, my like, hope. So like, like a lot of the, you know, restaurants and stuff like that, they basically said, you know, we're going to change everything for three weeks and see what happens. We're not planning on get, gathering together for until August 9th. So I, I there's a part of me that's Four optimistic. Weeks, yeah. There's a part of me that, that, that that's hopeful that this shifts, you know, before then. And it's kind of a moot point, And that's why we don't necessarily have to, you know, but it is there is I mean is there a point where we say like this is important enough and like I know that the governor doesn't want us to sing but we need to be gathered we need to be gathered singing I mean what do you think loose truth <laughs> I don't know <laughs> guys <laughs> I I'm having a hard time with this one I I I I think there's been definitely some indication um in the past that uh singing can be a significant vector get it i don't i haven't heard of any indication of it being a significant vector with masks on and with the new protocols yeah Mm -hmm. so it's not like it would be different if there was you know we reopen churches and we haven't been meeting in person but some churches in california have because they have capacity they have these rules and then like there's 40 cases of huge super spreader events because of people singing at six feet apart with masks on. So I don't know. I have, I'm having, I'm having a, it feels a little bit arbitrary to me. If I'm going to be honest, it feels like, uh, an extra layer of difficulty. And for me, I, it doesn't seem like a real church service to, if people can't sing. Yeah. So, um, 
And like I mean, one of you said something about humming. Is that against the <laughs> rules? Is like really quiet singing again? I, are, is this an enforceable rule? Is there going to be any way that this is enforceable? Does that mean it? I don't know. Okay, this is me. This is my raw thoughts right now. Yeah. And and I'm not sure. I feel like a little discouraged. I mean, if I'm honest, I feel no, yeah. I think we all feel I think more than a little. I feel a lot of because it does feel like you're. There's a bit of a rug pulled out from under you mm. feeling, mm-hmm. and, and some of that is yeah. kind of raw because it's really recent, and we did spend a lot of time trying to get it together. And so, for whatever reason, yeah, I mean, getting the three of us right now talking about it for the first time, there's going to be a <laughs> sense of like, oh gosh, like, man, we felt like we finally had kind of something that yeah. felt safe and it felt kind of obedient and it felt like it felt like we were kind of threading the needle mm-hmm. of all the different things we want to be able to do and it's like oh no now we can't without a ton of explanation as mm-hmm. to why and so that, yeah i think we're gonna feel that way that makes a lot of sense well th- that doesn't have to be the point the whole point of this podcast right <laughs> we're, we're not gonna figure that out right. now i think we're th- and we've got some time to see how that develops over the coming weeks i think it it, it does demonstrate the fact that even though we've said yeah. the words august 9th uh, this is obviously a very fluid situation that we're gonna we're continuing to try to figure out with wisdom, um, honoring who God calls us to honor. Pray um, for us, please. Yeah. yeah, pursuing God with yeah. how He's being obedient, um, how He's called us to be obedient. We do. We yeah. We just desperately need prayer uh, for wisdom in the midst of this. And so th- there'll be a lot of conversations about that. Well, and I think as we go. I think just for people like listening, like yeah. I, practically, what we're almost certainly gonna do is keep the same plan and move forward and just be ready to go. And then if we end up making a decision to delay, we delay, but not like yeah. we're not sitting around right now, reevaluating no. everything we've just done. Like, just yeah. in case anyone's confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like we're, we're going to keep this going and we'll kind of have to see a few weeks out. Maybe yeah. it's, it's hard to know um, how to, how to move forward. Yeah. Um, but we're still assuming this is a plan that is doable and workable and safe and good. Assuming that we can do that. Totally. Um, totally, you know, absolutely. So, okay. So given that, given that let, let, let's, let, let's assume that, right. Let's assume that, that that's that August 9th actually does come that, you know, this kind of blip goes away. This blip about singing goes away. Wh- what about those that still though, aren't comfortable, right? What about those that are like, wait, wait, August 9th? Like, I don't know. Like there's still lots of stuff out there either just for my, personal health for like the spread like what, what about people that aren't comfortable coming and gathering um or maybe even just shouldn't like it's unwise for them to be around a group of people that size like are, are we when we say like we're regathering again are we saying like this is what we're doing as a family so you need to be there are we you know what what, what would you say to people that maybe aren't ready come even aren't don't feel ready shouldn't feel like they shouldn't gather come august 9th I mean, I, I think that uh, you should be okay not coming. Like, like that's part of – we've said this before, um, I think, in one of the previous podcasts, but the the idea here is to create a way that is safe for people who both feel comfortable and are, you know, in wisdom, it's a good idea to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are people in our church who fit that bill. There are others, you know, who don't. There are certain people who are in more risky demographics that might not feel comfortable. There are people who just, frankly, by conscience or just out of, like, not knowing, feeling, like, confused about what's going on and what's safe and what's not might want to kind of err on the safe side in that way. An abundance of caution. Yeah. 
Like, and and we are absolutely fine with that. And that's that's what, in fact, we kind of encourage that. We, we, mm-hmm. we encourage, we're not looking to make you do something that makes you feel uncomfortable um, somehow, like for us, as though that's like a, like a win somehow. It's not. Um, and so that's why we've tried to phrase this and think about this as the first phase is inviting people into the live stream. The main thing we're doing mm-hmm. is still the live stream. But we are slowly, you know, kind of broaching the idea of being able to bring people back in safely. Mm-hmm. And so we're assuming that if you feel uncomfortable, that you should stay home and you should continue to worship with us kind of virtually for now. And that over time, as things change and as you talk to your community group, as you talk to us as your pastors and just as we do this together as a community, help each other navigate all of this, that, you know, one day things will be in a place where you do feel comfortable for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, it actually, it makes me think of the fact that we, we didn't mention, and it's maybe one of those other, like, kind of key bullet points, that it, it, there won't be child care. Right. Right. There won't be any children's Sunday school um, because we can't, at least on August 9th, there won't be, um, because that's not something that we can. In, in person. In per- yeah, exactly. Yeah, in person. So they'll, they'll continue to be our virtual Sunday school and things like that. Um, but that, I think that'll affect a lot of people's mm-hmm. ability to come and gather in person. Um, as well the, the rules as they are state you have to be staying in your own household exactly. if you're going to be meeting in person exactly so what what about in the meantime though like what about you know what, what about the month of july what about like going forward so th- this is what we're doing kind of corporately church-wide but what about community groups what about individuals getting together you know we we've talked a little bit about this but i think it might be good to just kind of reiterate some of our thoughts encouragements yeah yeah, we've to that. Um, we've sent out kind of uh, community group meeting protocols for using the the on campus spaces that we have available, and uh, some of the groups have taken advantage of that and and met up in person on campus here using our green space or using um, some of our, the courtyard or some of the open open areas that we have. Um, I think I think it's good to be cautious, and I understand that. I think it's really important to see people in person, yeah. and I don't. I don't say that without. Um, I, I don't say that with like a, a bunch of caveats or qualifications because I think it's just true mm. that it's important to see people in person, and I believe also from the things that uh, experts have said that there's ways to do that safely. So. Um, for community groups, the, the guidelines we gave for using on campus, but also I think guidelines in general for our community group leaders are that if there are ways to facilitate that for a small segment of your group, for example, maybe just a lot more men's nights or uh, ladies' nights men's uh, and women nights um, separated out, um, those could be a, it could be a good opportunity for that. Uh, obviously, again, there's still the kid factor for those of the groups that do have children. And it's hard to socially distance with younger kids, especially. And so that's a, another reason why maybe a men's night or a women's night makes a lot of sense. Um, something that can be done outside uh, in a safe place. Some groups have met in parks, sat socially distanced mm-hmm. in parks and, and just talked and hung out. And, you know, you don't you don't share food and you don't hug each other. And so you miss certain things. Um, but, uh, it's good to see people in person, pray together in person, talk about God together in person. Um, I think it's also something to be considered that a lot of our groups also have people who maybe aren't comfortable with that yet. And if that's you, that's also okay. 
and I don't think the groups should exclusively be meeting in person. I think mm -hmm. there still needs to be on, um, uh, you know, Zoom, Google Meet, whatever. Um, shout out to Chris Morris. Google Meet uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, meetings um, on virtual meetings for the group so that everyone can participate. So I think there's ways that you can do that well and still provide avenues for interpersonal, in-person, physical connection. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I'd... I just second that. I think it is. It it's really important, and I think the longer this all goes, it's increasingly important. Like I don't think it's, I don't think it's just as important as it was in April. I think the longer this goes, like actually, the more important. It's important for it the gets. same reasons. It's just the yeah. context makes yeah. it much yes. more important for, for us. I mean, and we understand. You know, some people listening to this, um, you might be experiencing significant loneliness in the season, and we understand that. We're praying for you. Um, and it's difficult. Um, so th these are suggestions that are rooted in a desire to see our um, church community thrive. And hopefully you're thinking through some of these things, uh, not just through the lens of like kind of yourself. It, one of the things that happens in this kind of environment, as weird as it is, is you kind of, and, and part of that's wisdom is like going, okay, w what's safe for me? You know, like where, where is my comfort level? We're using that terminology a lot. And even like, you know, it's important for you to be around other people and that's all true and i've signed off on it 100 percent. i also think that there's a layer there that you want to add that says like it's also important for other people to see you yeah and like it's also important to to fight this is a bit of a an aside to the question itself but there's a, a disposition that can be formed in a time like this it's really self-focused mm. and to fight that as much as you can we've talked about that several times mm -hmm. but in these kind of not just in the decisions, like that's a little nebulous and thorny. It's like, well, I'm gonna go see other people even though I'm uncomfortable because I, I, that's not what I'm saying. But the idea that you're trying not to exclusively think about how all these things are gonna affect you and your own preferences and your own desires, but mm -hmm. also factor into your decision-making and just your, the way you're looking at the world right now um, as there's other people in the world too and what do they need and where are they at? And that's kind of a spiritual discipline right now that kind of also because of context, I think rises higher in the priority um, list because it's so hard. Everything around us is telling us not to do that right now. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really important point, Brian, because one of the hardest things for me about this like stay-at-home season is the way I could love people in this at that time was to stay home. Yeah. And, and I think in, in general there's still yeah. a, a, some truth to that. I think um, we're coming into a season where the most loving thing may be to – figure out how can I love and serve this person? Um, and that might include in-person meetings and praying together, seeing each other, talking, catching up, uh, loving and caring for people. I think that's really powerful, a powerful thought. And it's like a mind shifting. It's a mind shift coming out of a quarantine season where the opposite was true. Yeah, I think everything, a lot of what we're asked to do is just, it's really tempting to make it about us. Like, should I do this or should I not? because like it's best for me or not best for me, right? I mean, this this is the whole argument with masks, right? Like people are like, oh, I need to wear a mask because I'm like scared of like everybody around me. You're like, well, no, no, like the whole logic is like I wear a mask for other people, right? Mm -hmm. Wear a mask so I don't spread this to like other people. There's, and, and I think that there's a, there's a way that even particularly as Christians, we ought to be owning this other focused mindset. Like we ought to be the, greatest proponents screaming from the rooftop it's not about me it's about how i can serve others um in in all in, in everything we're doing 
in the midst of um, and all the choices we're making. I, I will say the morality of that is complicated, right? In this time where there's for a lot, sure, like w- what the the line drawing that line directly from one thing to a, another thing can be complicated and tricky because for a variety of reasons. But I just letting everyone know that we understand the complexities, and as you're working through this, praying through it, and asking God to guide you to in how you love other people, we're with you and praying along with you. Totally. So this is Scott actually breaking into the recording at this point. Uh, I hope you don't mind the intrusion. But at, at this point, our conversation took a really interesting and I think really important turn to begin discussing the ways that this season has brought about unique temptations to division in the church and, and why we need to be particularly on guard about divisiveness while we are physically separated from one another. I, in fact, I, I think the conversation was so important that I wanted to post it as its own unique episode. So I, I split the episode into two separate parts, and, and we'll be airing the second half of this conversation later this week. Um, I hope you'll enjoy it and, and be as edified by it as I was. We'll talk to you then.